2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and
3: search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time
0: to play! Full-time fantasy. Play! Full-time fantasy
4: all right it's dr roto get out the insurance cards get out the copay the office is open my friends all right i got a lot to discuss today i'm gonna discuss a little uh, i got a little fantasy football news i got a little fantasy baseball news but i want to discuss some personal news that happened over the weekend and this hopefully will be something that you can use in your own lives in one way or another okay so let me share with you this story i'm trying to look to see if i if i could even do it justice okay so i'm in a baseball league well i'll take part. i was in a baseball league for 10 years and I couldn't bear the league. I couldn't bear the league. Now, actually, somebody that I know very well, my friend Mike is in the league. Now, I love Mike Cardano. Here's the interesting thing about this league. I like the people in the league. I just don't like the league. So, let me tell you this story. I was in this league for like 10 years. And then after a while, I could not bear the rules. And finally... I said, no more. I pulled a Roberto Duran. No mas. I left. I'm out of there. I can't bear it it anymore. Right? I did go to the commissioner. I said, will you change these rules? He said, no. I said, I'm out of here. Okay. Fast forward to this weekend. Actually, take that back. Fast forward to last year. I'm helping a friend of mine out. And he says, hey, why don't you come in And, you know, you'll partner up with me and my friend, and it'll be the three of us, and we'll do the league together. You know, you know the guys in the league. You like most of the guys in the league. You know, we'll do this. I'm like, begrudgingly, begrudgingly, I'm like, okay, fine. Really? I really didn't want to do it, but for reasons that I don't want to discuss on this radio show, I came in and partnered with him. Okay. Now, fast forward to this weekend. We have a thing in our league where you can't trade. There's a moratorium on trades. And after the Super Bowl, you can begin trading. I don't really like this moratorium, but for those people out there who can't remember or don't want to do it, whatever it is, for a 100 reasons, right, we have this moratorium. So after the moratorium's over, I look at my team. And I start to say to myself, how can I improve my team? So, I have Nolan Arenado at like 30 bucks. He's going to be 35 I'm like, You know what? It's a lot for Nolan Arenado, but he's a first-round pick. He's a great player. I don't really want to move him, but I'm going to try to move him. Okay? Don't really want to do it, but I do it. So, I go through all the people, all the league, all the owners in the league, and I try, as opposed to other people, I try to look at what you might need or might want. I try to look at that. So, this guy in my league sends out an email. It was on the block. It says, I have too many protects. I'm looking to get a better, better protect. Okay, I think we're in business here. I go up and down his list, and then I make this offer, which you're gonna tell me is a terrible offer, but I make it anyway. I offer him Nolan Arenado and Jerickson Profar because I think we have to have an even number of players in the league, but whatever. it is, I throw pro Profar as a throw for Zach Gallen, who is eight dollars going to thirteen, and Renato Nunez, who's one going to six. Okay, now look, Renato Nunez on the Orioles. There's nobody you want on the Orioles, but I'm like maybe at a dollar he's going to be six. <laughs> whatever. And Zach Gallon, there, there was a report this weekend. He's fighting, fighting, mind you, for the fifth spot. Okay, he's fighting for the fifth spot in the rotation. So I don't even know if I'm gonna keep Zach Gallon, to be quite honest with you, at 13. If he doesn't, he's not in the rotation, I'm certainly certainly not keeping him. It's borderline. But I'm like, all right, I'm doing this. My team's kind of sucky. I'm gonna start over. I'm gonna trade Arnado. I'll, I'll save the money. I'll keep Nunes at six bucks, and I'll go with extra, with extra money. I send the offer. Okay. Here's the trade offer I get back. He's going to give me Zach Allen. Cole Calhoun he of the 233 batting average, and I don't know if he's ever hit over 240 in his life, and Renato Nunez. But instead of Arenado, who's expensive, he asks me for a $4 Max Kepler and a $9 Luis Castillo. Did I lose reality somewhere? At what point do I have idiots stamped on my forehead that I would ever take this deal? How does this make sense? So here's what I do. I immediately get this, and I write back. I go, whoa, my friend. At what point do we go into insanity? And then I text my friend, and I say, dude, love you, but need to quit this league. Got to be out. So here is my point today. I am so done with trading leagues. I'm so done with them. Firstly, who would make a deal like this? Did this guy think, hey, or did he think I was insulting him? What well, I'm offering you, Nolan Arenado. I'm not sure that's an insult. He is only a top 15 player. For a Baltimore Oriole and a guy who's a fringe starter. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how those guys are Luis Castillo and Max Kepler. I must have missed that day in fantasy baseball school where we were coming about value. But here's my bigger point. Now, I'm smart enough not to make this trade. But sometimes other people aren't. And I'll tell you something about this league. Every time I see it, it's like, there's been a trade in your league. I literally have to grab hold of something because I'm not sure what I'm going to see next. And when I see a bad trade, I always say to myself, why am I in this stupid league? That's what I say. Why am I in this stupid league? So I'm making a vow. I will never be in the only trading league I will do, the only one that I will do is a complete expert league. Okay? If it's labor, if it's tout, FSGA, something like that, I'll do that league. Outside of that, I will never do a quote-unquote home league again. I'm so done. I I don't know. I I just can't see it any, any other way. I mean, trading is supposed to be fun. Trading is supposed to be something where you work on it together. Trading is supposed to be where, you know, the offer may not be great, but it's not like, ooh. But, I mean, who in their right mind would do that? And I always hate the concept where people go, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the big offer. God doesn't have to do it. You know, you feel so insulted, I don't even wanna to talk to you anymore. Seriously, it's insulting. I don't wanna insult anybody got better things to do in my life than insult you, right? I don't want to insult you, I don't want you to insult me. Let's not insult each other, which is what happens in trading leagues. So unless I know you're on the up and up, then it makes no sense to me. So I encourage you, if you're out there in trading leagues and you're not happy with them, do what I did, quit. Start over, be in a league you want to be in, be in a league that makes you happy. If you don't like the rules, leave. If you don't like the commissioner, leave. If you don't trust the commissioner, definitely leave. Don't stay where you're not happy. Money's too hard to come by. Don't waste it. So, so done in that league. Feel so great about that. Bye-bye. I'll yeah, see ya. Find somebody else. All right, I got some news for you some football news, some baseball news. I'll cover it when we return right after this.
3: Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love
0: sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: This
0: was a triumph. I'm making a
4: note here. All right, we are back. What kind of song is this?
3: It's
4: Who put this on? What are you doing to me, Sean? You're killing me. All right. Can it stop? Can you make it stop? Make it stop! All right, please. Oh, yeah, I didn't say make it louder. Oh, thank God. Whew. I don't even know what that was. All right, Dr. Roto, back with you here, Full-Time Fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com and use the promo code Roto50 for 50% off your first two months. Let's take a look at some fantasy football news, and then we'll take a look at some fantasy baseball news. So the Chargers announced something that we had already announced two weeks ago. Philip Rivers will enter free agency. Uh, yeah, this is what we said before, Right. Philip moved his family. This was Jake Glazer saying it's going to happen. Well, it happened. Tom Telesco said it's happening. I've said before that Philip can still compete as a top starter level and in a perfect world. Number 17 is your quarterback forever. That makes no sense because he's not your quarterback forever. Obviously, we live in an imperfect world where the only constant is change. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard a general manager say. Okay, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is Philip Rivers is gone. And I think the best landing spot for him is Tampa. Now, the question is, though, how many years does he really have? He's 38 years old. So what are we looking at? Two years? But I think Bruce Arians is on the, you know, he's on the, the I mean, I'm, I mean I got to get this done in two or three years or I'm done or I'm out of here. So maybe we'll get Jake Arians in to discuss this. We'll have to see. Now, I asked myself this question. Can you win with Jameis Winston? The answer is no. I think you can make the playoffs with Jameis Winston. I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston. I think you could with Phillip Rivers. The problem, though, is, and I've said this before, if you get rid of Jameis Winston, you lose the locker room. I think he's got a lot of friends in there. So if you're replacing him, you better win. You better win. Now, you can replace Jameis with Rivers because Rivers has that cachet. You can't replace Jameis with Andy Dalton because then you're done, right? So I think Rivers, you know, they've mentioned the Colts. I could see that. Uh, Certainly the Buccaneers. You know, I think a lot of the question is where's Cam Newton go, right? Does Cam Newton go back to Carolina? I don't know about that. If I'm Matt Rule, do I want to start over? Because I can't fix Cam Newton either. But Cam Newton's a supreme athlete. Cam Newton is a supreme athlete. Say what you will, you can't teach what Cam Newton does. Problem is, Cam Newton can't be taught how to be a better quarterback. He is who he is. Jameis Winston, you think you can teach him, but you can't. So there's a big revolving door this offseason. There's a huge revolving door. You know, where are these pieces going to end up? I'm not quite sure. You know, and now I think people will act, Will look at Tom Brady and say, hey, does Tom Brady want to play close to home? Maybe he wants to hang out with uh, Giselle and the kids. So let's see. I know we've covered this before, but let's do it again. The, for uh, the Bears, is Trubisky's job available? It should be. I don't know if it will be. Dalton for sure, but Joe Burrow's going there right? Bills, Broncos, Browns, Buccaneers, that's one. Cardinals, no Chargers, that's two. Chiefs, no Colts, yes, that's three. Cowboys, no Dolphins. If I'm the Dolphins, I keep Fitzpatrick and I just get Tua, right? Eagles, no Falcons, no Giants, no Jaguars, maybe. But do the Jaguars spend money on on a quarterback when they already have Nick Foles there? I don't know about that. Jets no, Lions no, Packers no, Panthers maybe, Patriots no, Raiders maybe, Rams no, Ravens no, Redskins no, Saints no, Seahawks no, Steelers no, Texans no, Titans maybe. So we're looking at seven potential jobs out there. Ryan Tannehill going to get a job. He played real good football, played real good football. And if I if I'm Tennessee, I think Tennessee is pretty easy. I make a shot at Tom Brady, where I told you my inside 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 source said it's possible for Tom Brady. But if Tom Brady says no to me, I signed Ryan Tannehill and I'm done because Tannehill showed me that he earned more. Does Cam Newton go to L.A.? Does Cam Newton go to Vegas? I think there are some moving moving parts here. It'll be interesting to see where it shakes out. It will be, right? And I think we have some big names. Brady, Cam, Rivers, Jameis. If Jameis is not a Buccaneer, which is possible, somebody's going to make him a starter. He is a starting quarterback in the NFL. It's not like he's an XFL kind of guy. So who's going to start him? Where does he end up? You know, so I'm I'm intrigued. I am. I'm intrigued by this off season. Okay. Miles Garrett met with a Roger Goodell Monday morning. You know my thoughts on that. He better, he better, he better say everything right. Because what that guy did was almost criminal. In fact, it was criminal. In my opinion, it was criminal. Uh, and then, you know, and a lot of things. Oh, Greg Olson. Last thing I want to talk about is Greg Olson. Greg Olson is expected to sign with a team by the end of the week. I'm a little shocked by that personally. And I'll tell you why. I, I love Greg Olson. I, I'm a big Greg Olson fan. I think this guy is without a, without a doubt a Hall of Famer. Without a doubt. I, I really do. I mean, for his body of work. But I got to believe this guy's all beat up. I mean, all the injuries, the foot injuries, just the injuries in general. Does it make sense to come back for a year when Fox and CBS and NFL Network and all these guys are offering you money to to start your career as an announcer? I I know it's hard to leave. I know it's hard. But don't you want to, like... Walk around with your grandchildren one day? I mean, if you tell me that Greg Olson ends up with the Patriots, I'm okay. If Greg Olson comes back with the Patriots, I'm cool. If he goes to the Redskins, I don't get it. You're not not winning a Super Bowl at the Redskins. Do you you really need to play football that badly because you want to be with Dwayne Haskins who couldn't find you with a compass? I mean, that makes no sense to me. The Bills, I mean, I'm, I'm all right with the Bills. The Bills can make, can make some noise. Maybe Daw- Dawson Knox can learn something from Olsen. But I don't think that the Bills are one player away. Are the Bills one player away from a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I'm more like three to four players away. So, I don't know. If I'm Greg Olsen, I want to come back only for Super Bowls. Otherwise, what's wrong with being an announcer? You're still part of the game. I know it's not the same as, you know, putting on the, putting on the cleats every week. I get that. But concussion, you know, you want to go, get a chance another concussion, another major injury? I, I don't know. I'm a little perplexed by that one. I'm a little perplexed. Darius Slay says he wants to be the highest-paid cornerback in football. Well, is he the best quarterback in football? Shouldn't that be Stefan Gilmore? I always see it gets crazy to me. Darius Slay says he wants to be the highest paid quarterback. So let's say he gets 16 mil. Well, now what do you pay Gilmore? 18? When the guy who's not the best gets the highest, well, what do you do for the next guy? It was like the Mets with Bobby Bonilla. That was the dumbest contract possibly in the history of sports. Because Bobby Benítez was not a great player back then. I mean, was he average? No, he's above average. He, I, from one to ten, he was a eight, but you paid him at a twelve. It changes the the the, the fabric of the of the, the whole all the contracts. It's silly, it makes no sense. Darius Slate wants to be the highest paid quarterback in football. Maybe I just if I'm the Lions, I wouldn't do it. If I'm the Lions, would you give him that kind of money? I don't think so. The Lions have a lot of problems. Darius Slay doesn't fix them all. Seriously, they need need a whole lot more than that. Seriously, they need a whole lot more than just Darius Slay. That's just a, a starting point. So I think teams need to be smarter. Teams need to be smarter with how they spend their money. You know, if putting, if getting, Slay is at 10 million now, right? But he wants 16 or 17. Well, how could I use that seven mil? Can I get it on three players? If I could, maybe, maybe the Lions need that. The Lions are not one player away. You know, when you're rebuilding, you got to think about that. If you're one player away, it's worth it. If you're not, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? If they're one player away, then it's, then he's worth the money. All right, now Jay Glazer, who's really on top of things, Jay Glazer's usually on top of things, says that Dak Prescott has not asked for $40 million annually. You know why? Because he's not going to get it. But supposedly he turned down 33 mil. So does this, I'm not sure whether this makes so much sense to me. He turned down 33, but he didn't want 40. So does he want 39? Because if he signs for 35, What's the big difference? And don't tell me two mil. Is there really that big a difference? But Glazer does say this. Dak will be the quarterback of the Cowboys. Period. End of story. Whether they franchise Dak, give him an extension, whatever it is, it's going to get done. Well, Cowboy fans, hope you're excited about that. I think Dak is a good quarterback. He's not great. Not sure he's worth all that money. We'll have to see. All right. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back. Mookie Betts was actually traded this weekend. Yes, he was supposedly traded before, but now he was really traded. it was a better deal. What was this deal? We'll discuss when we return right after this.
3: Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
4: By the way, Sean, did you see the Oscars last night?
6: Yes, some of it. Yes.
4: You know, I I can safely say, and I mean this in the best way, I did not see one movie that was nominated for Best Picture. I did see one movie was that, that was nominated.
6: Uh, the Irishman. You didn't see The Irishman? I didn't see The Irishman. It's like it was three good. and a half hours long. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's maybe why I didn't see. So it. So I Irishman. stopped like I midway through. But <laughs> so I, I saw. How I good? Have. T- how good could it have been if it stopped halfway through? Not just too too damn long. I don't have that much time to be sitting there and watching a. A movie, you know? Did you see... uh, Now, the one thing I... I wanted to see Joker. Was that good? I didn't like it. It was too dark. Too dark for me. Depressing. Too creepy? Yeah, it's just, you know... I mean, the guy was picked on, bullied, and then he gets his revenge, you know? He starts shooting people and stuff. I just... I didn't finish it either. Uh, I watched it, like, maybe 75% of it.
4: Really, I will say this: If I, they were doing a movie about Doctor Roto, I think I might want Joaquin Phoenix. To oh, play he was great he's in the, the movie. Best. Oh
6: no, no, he deserved yeah. the best actor yeah. award. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Yeah,
4: he's he's a he's a star. You know, I don't know what I, was, I, yeah. I just don't like when they get political on me. You know, they a lot of those speeches. Like, stop is. with the political. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix stop. was political. I know. Stop with the politics. Like, I just don't lecture just, me. Can we I appreciate
6: just, the well, acting? Yeah. That's thing. Lectures, like, dude, don't lecture me. Yeah, it's like you have your one minute to get up there, and you got to talk <laughs> about know. you know uh, the climate change and stuff like <laughs> no. that. No,
4: that's if we're lucky.
6: What What did uh, Brad Pitt talk about? I missed that. But people were complaining about John that. Bolton.
4: Who was it? John Bolton. That John Bolton didn't have a that they didn't. Yeah, know, that yeah, the, uh, yeah,
6: yeah. I think it was something. Yeah. We
4: didn't have forty five seconds to listen to him.
6: Who, who cares? I mean,
4: look, th- speak what you want, but not on the stage when you're getting an award. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just I, I don't know. What they do? Oh, I, did you see
6: Parasite? I do want to see Parasite. No, I did not. Did you hear anything about it? No, I don't even know the premise. What is? The, I did see the. Me either it's, a, it's just a Korean movie. Best director. Best, yeah, best, best international. Best yeah, director and yeah. best film. Right. Right. It looks what is interesting. In subtitles. I, I'm not watching a movie in subtitles.
4: Oh my God! Look at you. Wait, <laughs> Are it's you? Too
6: long. Too dark. You don't yeah, watch- like subtitles. Oh God. That's why you I'm movies, so you watch movies? I
4: watching show have to now read. on Netflix with subtitles. <laughs> no, oh I my can't god, do that. did no, you I scare me? No. You literally no. scare me. I can't. So wait, can't. if it's too long, too <laughs> yeah. dark, or you have ADB, to read, yeah. you're not doing it. <laughs>
6: exactly. Oh my god. You didn't watch any of these movies. What are you talking about? You're not going to go. Watch I, this. But what?
4: What Parasite? I yes. totally would. What is it about? No, my dad told me about this movie called, was it Haji Giri, Haji Kiri, or something like that. I watched the first two episodes on it. It's on Netflix. You lost me. It's good. It's a Japanese movie. It's a Japanese-British thing going on there. I I watched the first two episodes. Okay. But no, no, subtitles are good. You could have good movies that are, you know, from a foreign land, Sean. Come on.
6: Uh, Did you watch the – all right, so what else? What other movies? Um, All right. I'd, Judy? No, I didn't oh, see. Yeah. I, uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh, Judy, one.
4: I would see. She's a she's yeah. very
6: good. Oh yeah, she's great. She's she's a, she's a good actress. It's good to see her back. Yeah, she's great. Uh, you it know what was I wanted good to see, see. was the one on um the Fox News uh, chairman, Roger Ailes. Oh, bomb bombshell. Was, yeah. Was that with Margot Robbie? Yeah, Margot Robbie and Charlize yeah. Theron. She was up for best that, supporting actress. Those
4: I are thinking. movies. Yeah, those women are hard to look at. I don't know if I could watch
6: them. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh,
4: I don't know if I could sit there and watch the yeah. two hours of Margot Robbie and Charlie. Theron. See, that I, I could get no. into. So That's I can, I can watch own. that for two yeah, hours. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Margot Robbie. Yeah. So basically season. porn Porn you could watch for two hours. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
6: like, you said it on me. <laughs> oh, I thought, I'm saying it about you. <laughs> two hours okay, a no. little bit long. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> Can't handle that. Two minutes? Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> did you watch uh oh you know what i, I did watch that was funny Steve Martin and Chris Rock doing the Yeah that was uh, funny did i didn't see, see there, it live but
6: on on social media i did watch that yeah Yeah Chris Rock is pretty funny he's, he's really funny Steve Martin uh, he's okay Steve Martin's a very funny guy, dude. Yeah, he, 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 his movies di- were funny. Like he played the, the jerk, right? Was that Chevy Chase? The
4: jerk is the greatest. Yeah. No, it's Steve Martin. Yeah, that was funny. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels.
6: <laughs> right?
4: Did you ever see that? No, but I... <laughs> you never saw Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? I did not. No, I mean dude. you're talking about like the early oh, '80s. Dudes. All right. What do you want me to tell you? Okay, go go watch it when it's on uh, TV. Really? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That it's that fabulous. Good? Mm, okay. It's that good. He is He's. He's. Coneheads. is he
6: going to tell me to go watch Coneheads now.
4: No, I didn't. I tell you that watch right. to watch that Was one. Wasn't no. he in that? He's great in that one. He's great in. the, Oh, there's a movie called All of Me. You ever hear of All of Me? No. All right. All of Me is. I. I it's one of the greatest physical acting roles I've ever seen in my life. So I don't want to ruin the movie, but basically, a woman's um, body is put into his body, and but only half of it. So, half of his is his and half is hers. <laughs> so, right? Just... So, he, yeah, but he has to walk around like half of it is, is hers. It's amazing what he does. I mean, I couldn't, I could barely walk a uh, straight line. And this guy's like walking in two different bodies. It was really good. So, all of me is good and dirty, rotten scoundrels.
6: All right. I'm on it.
4: All right. Can you write, write that down? And right. Parasite. And pa- Yeah, I want to see Parasite. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested.
6: What is it about? Right. You didn't even tell but, me what it's about. I don't know. Oh, no. the hat, think well, I know? How I are you know. watching a movie that you don't even know what it's about? It won Best Film. How bad okay. can it be? Oh, it could be bad. How about 1917?
4: Some... Do I need to know uh, what that's about? It's about that, 1917.
6: That's, oh, oh, that's about World War I. No, no kidding. But that one exactly. I want to see. With Sam Mendes? The director? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah but sorry.
4: Right, let me ask you this. Remember Jordan Peele's movie Get Out? If I said, what is Get Out about? Can I describe that no, to you? No, you cannot. So that I think Parasite's like that. Like it's indescribable.
6: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, Where it's right. just I all want to over see the place. Get out. Right. That, that was a good movie. Did right? you
4: ever see Get Out? No. Dude, Get Out was great. Oh, no, really?
6: Like, yeah. yeah. I like oh,
4: movies. wow. That's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Yeah, 1970. You don't get out much, do you? Um,
6: I don't. You no, see, I don't, see, see don't see the go to the movies. movies. No. Who goes to the movies? Why, I, Why not? Who does that? No. It's too expensive. You can't see Get Out? You can't see Get Out on the, whatchamacallit? Uh, on Netflix? I watch The Irishman. That's enough. Half of it. We, <laughs> <was too> long. <laughs> well, that's like a movie. It's like, that's like that's a true. Real, it's like it's yeah. like more than one movie. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Well, come on, come on, Martin Scorsese. Cool. Hey, they didn't win anything. Joe Pesci didn't no, win. No, no, but he, he's he's he's
4: always nominated. Scorsese's yeah, always yeah, nominated. Yeah, Scorsese. And oh, the the Korean guy, the Korean director, thanked Martin
6: Scorsese. I did see that. He yeah. quoted him. I he forgot, quoted him. was. Yeah, that was really good. Cool. It was, good yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. I was cool. Uh, how about Once uh, Once oh, Upon a, a Time in Hollywood? You gonna see that? Quentin Tarantino?
4: I don't. Yeah, I don't. Tarantino movies are weird to me. Mm. They're always a little. I'm not. Maybe I'm not smart enough for Tarantino movies. You All know right. what I'm saying? Like Pulp Fiction was good, but yeah. could you ask me what it's about? I'd say I don't know.
6: Yeah, no. I watched it a long time. You know ago. What I'm saying. I, yeah.
4: yeah. All, right. All right. There was a trade. Finally, Mookie Betts gets traded. So this whole thing. Now I, watch, because I think this is very strange here. This whole thing with Bruce Starr, Gratterol. The Red Sox took a lot of heat. Forgetting this guy because his medical records were iffy. They were all spotty. Well, the, the truth of the matter is, is that, yes, high risk, high reward. I kind of like that move. And now the Dodgers are going to get him, right? Because Kenton is still gone. So I love Gratterall for the Dodgers. Dodgers don't need Kenton Trust me when I tell you that. But they do need Gratterall. Gratterall is going to be good at that back end of the bullpen. It's going to be good. So, Dodgers win-win here for the Dodgers. So, the Dodgers come out getting Gratterall, who I like, and they get Mookie Betts. Now, do they give up a little more? They give up Jeter Downs, which I think is hysterical that a guy named Jeter is playing in Boston. And this guy, Connor Wong. But Jeter Downs is a good prospect. I don't know if he's a star, but he's a major leaguer, right? And he's, he's a top-10 prospect. So I feel like a lot of people in the Boston area are happier today about this trade than they were, you know, last week. Last week, it's, who's this guy, Gratterall? But I think the problem with Gratterall is, he's not going to look good today. In five years, you're going to be like, we could have had that guy? Wow, he's pretty good, right? But what can you do? So, Betts is finally on the Dodgers. David Price going to the Dodgers. Verdugo? Now he's with Boston, Jeter Downs with Boston, and Connor Wong with Boston. So I guess it's a win-win for everybody. Now, once again, let's talk about the guy who probably has the best fantasy value for for the Red Sox is Alex Verdugo. Verdugo plays every day. He's a good player. He's not a great player. What I will say, though, is he's certainly a guy who can get... 20 home runs and 15 stolen bases, maybe 20-20, right? He's that good. He's got that kind of ability. But is he a 30-30 guy? Probably not, right? He's not that big a guy. He's good. He's not great, right? He's he's a 280, 290 hitter, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases. But if you think he's more than that, he's not. But interestingly enough, Jeter Downs becomes the Red Sox' best prospect because the Red Sox have terrible prospects. And Conor Wong becomes a top 10 as well, right? Wong and Jeter Downs move into, I mean, so some teams have bare cupboards, some don't. The Red Sox have a very bare cupboard. It's true. So, you know, for the other way, for the Dodgers, we discussed this before, Mookie Betts is a superstar, right? They have Bellinger, Pollock, Betts. I think they got to get rid of Jock Peterson. Somebody should want Jock Peterson, Somebody's going to need him. Now, I think also Ross Stripling could be more involved here. We'll have to see. I kind of like that trade, by the way, for the Angels. I don't know why that deal fell through. I really like that Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling deal. They should try to get that deal back. But you've got Kershaw, Bueller, Urias, May, Price, Wood, Stripling. Dodgers are deep. I like getting Stripling like in the last round of a draft. I really do. I think that's clever. I like him in the last round of a draft. He may end up in the bullpen. Could be a two-inning kind of guy. Right? They need guys like that. So, I think they win. Dodgers win. The Red Sox do what they have to do. And then, of course, the Twins, I think the Twins win. Getting Kent to Maeda is a win. Getting a guy in that rotation is a win. Right? It is a win. So... Um, you know, do they give up all? Yeah, but, you know, they have Romo, they have Trevor May, they have Taylor Rogers. They could certainly afford to do that. Okay, there was another big trade. And I want to talk about this trade that happened over the weekend because I think it really shows the brilliance of a team. So we're going to take a timeout. There was a second trade over the weekend. And it's not going to get a lot of fanfare like Mookie Betts but it's just going to show you why the Tampa Bay Rays are as good as they are. All right. We're going to take a little time out. I promise. And we're going to be back right after this. Do you like popcorn? I'm not a popcorn person.
6: Put some hot sauce on it, yep.
4: Hot sauce on popcorn? Yep. Seriously? Try it, it's good. I don't know. Really? I like hot sauce on most things. I mean, I like spicy things. I guess, uh, you know.
6: Yeah, a little Frank's Red Hot. Yep. Really? On popcorn? It's good, it's good, yeah.
4: What about a little jalapeno with hot popcorn?
6: I haven't tried that, but why not? Sure. Same premise. Yeah, all right. Same, like, same like, concept, like, right? Yeah, I like uh, spicy things. It's good. Spicy is good? Yeah, spicy is good.
4: Yeah, I like spicy. All right. All right, there was another trade that most people may have missed. I didn't miss it. The Padres acquire Emilio Pagan from the Rays, and the Rays get Manuel Margot. So let's discuss. Now, I can see how a lot of people will be very confused by this trade from the Rays Vantage Point. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to have my friend, Steve Carney on. Steve works for WDAE in Tampa, and he's going to help me dissect it, but I'm going to give you my opinion on it today, and then we'll see if Steve confirms with me tomorrow because Steve has his pulse on the Rays 24-7. I like what the Rays are doing because they almost can field a left-handed lineup and a right-handed lineup. Margot was one of the top hitters against left-handed pitching in all of baseball. Jose Martinez kills lefties. Yande Diaz kills lefties. Now, when a righty's up, Maybe it'll go Kiermaier, Austin Meadows, Tsutsugo, right? I think the Rays play the percentages better than any team in baseball. Lefties on the mound, boom. Righties on the mound, boom. They're just smarter than everybody. Opener, boom. Closer, boom. Now, Pagan was not that great a player. But last year, he was great. Last year, he was great. He gave them the best season he possibly could. So, do you take that, that unexpectedness that Pagan offered, and he really did. Pagan was never that good a pitcher prior to last year. I mean, the numbers were were crazy. I mean, .83 ERA. So, if you're the Rays, do you say, Look, this guy was as good as he possibly could have been for us. Let's move him, which is what they did. They move him to San Diego, who wants to improve their bullpen. Now you got Pagan setting up Kirby Yates. Nice. Right? But if you're the Rays, Margot is, is a legit player. Margot was in discussions to go to Mookie Betts two seconds ago. Right? This guy's a good outfielder. And Margot's young. Margot's twenty-five years old. Who should go twenty-twenty? Now, maybe he's never going to hit two eighty. That's that's true. But could Margot hit twenty home runs and steal twenty-five bases? Absolutely. You can never have too many good guys. So now their outfield is Meadows, Kiermaier, Renfro, Tsutsugo, Margot. Will Jose Martinez in there. I mean, the Rays are deep. That entire roster is deep. G-Man Choi, Nate Lowe, Yandy Diaz, Brandon Lowe, Daniel Robertson, Willie Adamas. And by the way, oh, Wander Franco is only the best prospect in all of baseball. They don't even need to bring him up yet. I mean, literally the best prospect prospect in all of baseball. So, and then if you're the Rays, if you're the Rays, you got Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson is absolutely a guy who can close. And Diego Castillo, people forget about this guy. And people forget about Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. Right? Two years ago. Do you remember what he did? He was pretty special. In 2018. Right? 2.39 ERA, 1.11 WHIP. It's pretty special and Diego Castillo was a pretty darn good player before he got injured last year. I mean this guy saved eight games as well, but he was he was on fire early on so they've got a lot of paganish arms Chaz Rowe, Oliver Drake, Peter Fairbanks, Castillo, Anderson they can figure it out but they they wanted the depth. The Rays are in for the long haul, right? The Rays are in for the long haul. The Rays know they can take this all the way, and they can. They're going to compete with the Yankees. They're going to compete with the Yankees, and they got a shot at the World Series. They've got the pitching, they've got the hitting. They've got the depth. And here's the thing about small market clubs. Small market clubs are usually one injury away from irrelevance, right? Kevin Kiermaier gets injured, which he does every year, by the way. Oh, now the Rays have no outfield. It's over. Well, now when Kevin Kiermaier gets injured, you know who you have? Manuel Margot. Arguably almost as good as Kiermaier. Kiermaier and Margot are two of the best defensive center fielders in all of baseball. You could just play those two guys out there. Austin Meadows doesn't have to cover that much ground anymore. You just give a postage stamp to cover and let Kiermaier and Margot cover the rest. So Margot helps your defense too. Giving up Pagan, not an easy thing to do. But in the end, it was replaceable. Pagan was replaceable. Then they added this kid, Logan Driscoll. Not sure what he's going to end up being. Is he going to be something or not? Who knows? But the Rays are definitely better talent evaluators than most teams. So if they get a guy in a trade, they're usually smarter than most. Right? Like they got a guy in the Jose Martinez trade, this Randy Arazarina. They love him. They love him. I know it sounds crazy, but they, they he was one of the key guys in this trade. They loved him. In AAA, the guy had 358 last year. With 12 home runs and 9 stolen bases. Nobody's talking about him. Right? But they don't even need that guy. And Xavier Edwards, by the way. They picked him up in a trade. He was part of that Hunter Renfro trade. This guy's legit. This guy's got tons of speed. Right? He could be their second baseman of the future. He's like D Gordon, except he can hit. So, they got pieces. The Rays are a smart team. Here's what a good... That, they are like the perfect model for a fantasy baseball owner. Be the Rays. Be the Rays. Well, obviously you want to be the Yankees because you want to get the best players at Garrett Cole. But if you can't beat the Yankees, be the Rays. Get some good depth. Be smart. Be deep at all the different positions. Know the player pool. Make good trades that allow you to have depth. Right? The Rays never get fleeced in a deal. They don't. You'll be like, oh, that was a terrible deal. And then two years later, you'll be like, man, the Rays fleeced them. Because they're smart. Right? They have good scouting. I never worry that the Rays make a good deal or not. I mean, Charlie Morton, Blake Snell, Tyler Glasnow, Ryan Yarbrough, Brendan McKay, Yanni Chirios. It's a good team. It's a good team. Got that boy Jalen Beeks, who's awesome. He's great. Jalen Beeks is great. He's that guy that comes in like Ryan Yarbrough for those four or five innings. They got a lot. And Brendan McKay is legit, too. So I like what the Rays did. People question it. I don't ever question good teams. I trust. Right? You question bad teams. You're like, why would they do that? But not with good teams. I don't, I don't question it at all. But for San Diego, it's a great trade too. San Diego, let me tell you something. Tommy Pham and Trent Grisham play. Trent Grisham is going to play every day. He is a very... Ah, he's toolsy. I worry that he's not going to hit 250. But I know he's got some power and speed. He's kind of like Margot. He's kind of Margot with maybe a little less uh, batting average, which is kind of scary to say. So you have Tommy Pham, Trent Grisham, Franchi Cordero's there, Will Myers maybe there or not. Who knows? Josh Naylor. They'll figure it out. They had a plethora of guys in the outfield. But they really could use. They don't have a great pitching staff. Paddock, Lamette, Lucchese, great. After that's Dicey, so they needed the guy in the bullpen. That makes sense. So it's a win-win. I love trades that are win-wins. I love trades that are win-wins. I want everybody to do well. I want the Rays to do well. I want the Padres to do well. I like both teams, actually. I mean, if I you saw a Rays-Padres World Series, would you be unhappy?
6: I'd be pretty happy with that.
4: Sean says unhappy. Why
6: unhappy? Because that would mean the Yankees are not in it.
4: I know. But you know what? That race Padres would be interesting. Be interesting, right? Be showed two teams who showed you how to do it without so much money. All right. But it's time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Ba- Talked a little fantasy football today. Phillip Rivers, gone. Talked a little fantasy baseball today. Mookie Betts, new home. Emilio Pagan, new home. And of course, tomorrow we will talk to Gray Albright and to Steve Carney and figure out more about fantasy baseball. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Sean in the booth. And of course, guys, wishing you a great day. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care.